Good Tuesday morning, friends. It's another Tuesday already. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you are on Facebook, in the Facebook group with us on live right now, please make sure that you click the link for StreamYard so that we can see who is commenting and talking. Um, how's everybody doing today? It's been a hell of a week, huh? And it's only Tuesday. It is only Tuesday. I can't believe it's been a week since we were together like this, though. It doesn't feel like a week. I know, because it goes by so fast. And what goes by fast? Time. No way. Time. That's what we're talking about today. OMG. We are talking about time or the lack of time, the lack of hours, the lack of days, and how agents keep screwing it up. No. Yes, we do. But who's here to fix it? We're here to fix it. We're like um, Bob the Builder. Yeah. He's going to fix it up. <laughs> can we fix it? Yes, yes we, we can. can. So today we're talking about schedules and, you know, why you need them, how to make the most of your day. And to just stop fighting the clock, right? Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. But why are so many people not as productive as others? Well, we're going to talk about it today. We're also going to explain why it's important to have a schedule. And if y'all stick around till the end, we might just share a schedule with you. Okay? Um, I will say I think the biggest thing about you know, being a real estate agent is people really think like, oh, I have the freedom. I can do whatever I want, make my own hours. And the problem is, is when you're doing that, you're not running it as a business. Okay. You are getting up at 10 AM. You're going grocery shopping. You're cleaning your house. You're folding your laundry and you are not doing money generating activities. Now, if you were a doctor or dentist or a lawyer, are you just going to go in the middle of the week and go to Harris Teeter and, and get your produce for the week? No, but I probably would leave and go golf. I think that's what they do. They go and golf. Accurate. There's nobody to keep. But okay, so the difference is that there's really nobody to keep a real estate agent accountable. Yeah. And that's really hard for a lot of people. They they are a lot of people lack the self-drive. They lack the initiative. They lack being able to set those restrictions for themselves. We all do. Yeah. We're not judging you. We're just, we're trying to help. I'm as guilty as all of them. I mean, even today, I did everything that I was supposed to do to get here on time. I planned ahead the night before and we all got, my kids got out of the house. Um, I got out of the house and then halfway here to the office, my husband calls me and he did not plan accordingly. So I had to turn around and go get something for him that he needed from the house and take it to him. And it, it screwed up what time I was going to be here. Right. Mm -hmm. So then it kind of jogged the whole morning, but the way that I was able to get back on track is because I knew exactly what I had to do today. I knew what time mm -hmm. I had to start. I knew what time I had to be here to get on our podcast. Right. Um, so I was able to jump right back into my routine, even though someone else messed it up. 
Right. And that's, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today is letting other people control your schedule. Right. So why do you need a routine? Because it sets you apart from the average agent. And that's literally what we talked about last week, right? We talked about how to be different, how to be yourself. Um, but having that routine is going to set you apart, not necessarily to your clients, but to your business. Um, if you think about it for just a second, like the agents that you know, whether they're in your office or maybe co-brokes that you've chit-chatted with um, or real estate Facebook groups, um, the biggest complaint that everybody always has is there's not enough time in the day. Um, I don't have enough time. I need to clone. I need, you know, I just need more time. Well, we all have the same amount of time. It yeah. has not changed. Like it's been the same amount of time since Adam and Eve, you know, did what they did. Um, <laughs> I think there were a couple steps in between there, but, um, but in fact, I mean, like I even, one of the things that we also hear agents really, really bitch and moan about is clients don't respect my time. They're yes. calling me at eight o'clock at night. Um, they want me to answer my phone at seven o'clock. They want me to go show them seven houses, you know, oh, they're over budget. Or they're, they're entering my family time. They want to see homes on my family time. Yeah. Guess what? They're not disrespecting your time. You're not respecting your time. You're not setting your schedule and you're not setting the expectation for your clients. And that's why people have that complaint. Um, when you have a schedule and you have a routine, you're going to own your day instead of your day owning you. Nothing is worse than being, I, I hate, so listen, I hate being late for stuff. Even though I'm chronically late, I really hate being late for stuff. And the amount of anxiety that it gives me is insane. And it will literally, it will take over your day when you feel that way. I can't be the only person. Um, you know what? It's even, I have to be wrong. It's even worse when someone else makes you late. Like it's out of your control, right? Yeah. Um, but anyways, owning your day and being in charge of it. And most agents love to really be in charge of stuff. Absolutely. And I think, you know, having a schedule, you know, and setting those boundaries and stuff. So like Athena was talking about, you know, your clients don't respect your time because you don't. So if you had your schedule, whatever it may be, and we're going to talk about a little bit more later on of, you know, some examples of what these would be. But if you have this schedule, you can tell your clients up front, like, hey, we can do showings on Thursday at 5 p.m. or Saturday at 12. You can set this up. They're going to understand those expectations. In the beginning, if you say, hey, I only return phone calls from 1 p.m. and at 4 p.m. Okay. Or if you say, you know what, uh, I am out of the office after 7 p.m. Anything after that, I will get back to you at 9 a.m. the next day. Whatever it is, when you set those expectations up because they're on your schedule, then everybody else has the expectations that you've set and they have no complaint because you've already told them exactly what's going to happen. Right. So you're you setting know what it up. I struggle with um, is that. Once I get comfortable with my clients, I think of them more as my friends, right? Which we also talked about last week. Yes. 
So sometimes I get really, like, I want to talk to them as my friend. And when I talk to my friends, it's usually like after work hours, right? Mm -hmm. So I have actually caught myself, you know, like messaging somebody who is under contract, right? But maybe we're friends and then they will instantly bring up real estate. So you really have to, and then you find yourself, even though you wanted to talk about like what you made for dinner or, you know, maybe you guys are going to get drinks this weekend and they're like, oh, but did you hear about the home inspection? And you're like, that's not where my head was, you know? So you really do have to set your own boundaries, no matter who your client is. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the thing is, is, you know, to stop that overwhelm and that anxiety and stuff is to have a plan, no matter what that plan is that you have determined and stuff, you know exactly what to expect, what you're going to do next, where you're going to be, what your time looks like. And then that way you can stop that overwhelm and that anxiety and all of the disasters that come up in there. I mean, there's rarely anything that you need to drop what you're doing and run out the door for when it comes to real estate. Yeah. Um, it's almost like you have to have a safe word. <laughs> Pineapple. Apple. I was going to say apple. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we switched. We switched from last week. You were a pineapple and I was the apple. Oh, yeah. That's right. My um, shape. <laughs> but then, like, you, it's okay to tell people, like, hey, like, or how about this? How about you're at a, this just popped into my head. You're at a dinner party with your friends right? They're not real estate agents and they're just regular people. And Mm -hmm. someone's like, Hey, like I am looking at buying a house. I meant to call you, you know, this week, but then time got away from me and everything else. Cause time is not just a real estate problem. It's a human problem. Yes. Um, but you're checked out. How do you handle that? Like, what would you do? Um, if somebody, I would talk to them. <laughs> well, I, I would talk I think- to them. I would, I would basic conversation and be like, Hey, when I get to the office or I, I love the term when I get back to my computer, because I'm yeah. not telling you exactly what time that will be, right. but like then that, that way I can, yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, well, when I get back to my computer, I can send over, you know, whatever information. Yeah. But see why it's hard. I mean, even you pause because it's hard because that's how we make our money. Right. We make our money by what mo- by what most people do for a social life. Yeah. And so. I'm really bad at, you know, when I leave the office or I leave appointments and all that stuff and I go home, I like shut down. And I know you're the same way, Athena. Like mm-hmm. we just shut down. Like we've been go, 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 go all day long. And then at that time, like we're done. Like we've talked to so many people, we've talked to so many agents, lenders, attorneys. And it's just, you reach a point where you just can't take any more of people needing stuff from you. Right. Well, I mean, I have solved so many problems by the time I go home that usually aren't even my own problems. Let's be real. (laughs) I have solved so many problems by the time that I go home. Do not ask me what's for dinner. I don't (laughs) fucking know. I don't know. (laughs) Make something. For real. Have a bowl of cereal. Making decisions all day. Don't make me decide. I'm done. So anyway, so, so now how? why now we need to know how we set a schedule. Well, I would say a planner is probably your first bet, right? No. Like you don't. <laughs> I know. Nobody likes that word. I, and, do. Um, I do. No, I do too. I like the stickers that go in them. Um, 
And do you want to know why people don't like, you want to know why people don't write stuff down and why they don't use a planner? Because we don't, know don't write it anymore. Them. Probably. <laughs> because real estate agents don't like to be told what to do, even by themselves. Even by themselves. <laughs> they will not listen to you. So there are different options. Um, I mean, you can use a paper planner if that's how your brain works. You can use your Google Calendar if that's how your brain works. Um, I know Jess uses an iPad, like an app on her iPad for her planner. That's really cool and fun. Um, but you can't put it in your head because there's no way that you can mm -hmm. keep everything straight and know where you're supposed to be. And that's you're what literally setting yourself up for failure when you do that. You are. And it's it, and then that causes you more anxiety. I actually do multiple things. I put everything in my digital planner, like Athena said, on my iPad. Um, I use Google Notes and I imported like this really cool planner and I can color and I use digital stickers and all that stuff because I was a big paper planner person. But I also have to put them on my Google calendar because that's going to pop up with alerts. I get it on my watch. I get it on my phone. And then that way it's like, hey, 30 minutes, you got this call. Hey, 30 minutes, you need to do this. And then that way I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go. You know, I got to get right. ready, prepared. Right. Um, I mean, so I'm a paper planner person. Um, I love the planners that have little notes. So first of all, my planner has to be an hourly planner, not a day planner. I think that makes a big difference, too. Um, that way you can time block, which people mm -hmm. also don't like that word. Um, should time blocking, should I even like go over what that is just in case? Go ahead. Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. Don't know that. Yeah. Um, time I don't think anybody is, does it. Maybe because they don't know. Um, I, so time blocking is blocking out your time for very specific purposes. I made that up on the fly. Call me Webster. <laughs> Webster. <laughs> I don't know what the actual definition of it is because this wasn't part of what my notes have on them, but time blocking is literally taking your planner, blocking off sections of time mm -hmm. and doing the activities that you have written down. Um, don't turn us off because we just started talking about time blocking. <laughs> I know that people run away from this. I know that this class is taught over and over and over again, no matter what brokerage you're at, but I promise this is different today. Um, we try very hard to make what we talk about different from your typical um, class that you would take inside of your um, brokerage yeah. office, you know, like your training room, wherever you are. We, I promise it's different. Um, so we want you to leave here today with action steps to literally take control of your schedule and your time. Um, so with that action step, let's, I mean, this is literally what it is. When you open your planner or your calendar or whatever you open, um, we all see the exact same thing. I see the same thing as Jess, who sees the same thing as Michelle in our office, um, who sees the same thing as anyone else who opens up their calendar, right? And that is 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks, 12 months, did I get, whatever that is, okay? So we all <laughs> have the weeks. same exact amount of time. But what you do with that time is up to you. Um, nobody can keep you motivated except for yourself. I mean, obviously your people around you will help, but um, you ultimately are responsible for your own time. 
So I liked this quote that I found. Um, it says, the bad news is time flies, but the good news is that you're the pilot. I love that. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Don't crash. Don't crash. So I would say when you're, if you're going to use a paper planner or a digital planner, definitely use one that has hours and weeks and months. So then that way, like you're going in there at the beginning of the month, writing down everything that you need to do for the month. And then you can break down the day and the hour and that sort of stuff. And the bigger the chunks, I would do at least, you know, hour time blocks at least because really like anything less, like you're not focusing enough on for real. Well, because you're going to get up, you're going to walk around, you're going to have to go pee because you've had seven cups of coffee um, <laughs> or, or water or alcohol. <laughs> Just saying, I'm sorry. Sometimes. No judgment. Sometimes. It's the no judgment zone. <laughs> um, but the thing, honestly, like, is you have to think about your goals for your business, okay? If you, you know, could care less about, you know, having goals or selling a specific amount of home or bringing in a certain amount of money, then by all means, sleep till 10 o'clock, do your laundry, do the dishes, and just, you know, work whatever comes your way, okay? Live your best life, okay? We're not saying you're a part-time agent, though. Yes, correct. A hundred percent. But if you have big goals, you want to be a top producer, you, you know, you want to see what's going on, then, you know, you need to set those goals. You have to work backwards is the best way to do this. Now, what I mean is you need to determine what your income you want it to look like. You start there, you break that down and say, okay, how much is, you know, our average commission, our average sales price? Figure that out. Okay, now you know how many houses you need to sell. Okay, well, now divide that by 12. And now we know how many average houses you need to sell per month. Obviously, that's going to vary. You know, like for us here um, in Eastern North Carolina, we have a really big PCS season. So really, you know, January to August is our big time. And really, like in the summertime, it's it's flying. You know, I mean, I, I can have 11 houses under contract like I did last summer or in January, I can have two. So it's, you know, you average out and that's just, you know, your goal just to keep you on track. But if you are not doing those money making activities that get you to those goals, it's not going to happen. Right. So if you know how many houses you need to be selling. Now you need to think about how many contacts do I need to make to actually get the clients that are going to be under contract in that amount of time. Now that you know how that is, you need to be thinking about how many calls or contacts or messages do I need to be making a day. Now, when I started in real estate um, 342 years ago, that's what it feels like. God, you look great. Time is your friend been working hard at it. Um, I knew several agents where Monday through Friday, they would have a sign on their door that says, I'm lead generating, do not disturb me. And every single day for two hours, we're talking seven to nine, eight to 10, they would be lead generating. They would be on the phone, making phone calls, working their database, checking in with their clients, and working, 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 okay? I rarely ever see anybody doing tr true lead generation tasks. 
it's that gone. Awful. It does, but it doesn't about because I was that agent doing that, right? But it doesn't have to look that way anymore. Now it's taking that time, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more later on in, in this episode. But now that could look like spending that time sending text messages and saying, right. hey, I just wanted to check in, see how you're loving your new house, you know, build that rapport and then just be like, hey, did you have anybody, you know, that I could reach out to or call or, you know, whatever. I know a lot of people don't want to be on the phone the typical way anymore. So you have to work around it and find what works for you. You still have to do lead generation tasks or your business is just going to fall. Anybody who's just sitting there waiting for stuff to come is never going to be a top producer. Whatever that, that looks like for you. And, you know, the other thing too is your, this is not on topic, but I think it's really <laughs> important to say is that your lead generation needs to be authentic and real. Yes. So if you are not comfortable making cold calls, um, don't do it. Right. Don't call somebody if you are not comfortable because they're going to know that you're not comfortable. You're going to waste your time. So I guess it is relevant. You're going to waste your time lead generating, mm -hmm. and then you're going to create a feeling inside of you that lead generation is bad. Trauma mm -hmm. response. Yes. I mean, and then that sounds dramatic, but it's real. I, I, I am notorious for doing that. And even warm calls. Okay. Like yeah. people I know, but I am notorious for avoiding the cold calling. I mean, I used to sit in my real estate classes that I was made to be there and we would all have to like start calling people and I would pretend to call people. Like, or you would make me call people. Yes. Different class. Or, but yes, same concept. or I would call like, yeah, my legit friends. So, I mean, it, I mean, if it's something you don't want to do, you will spend more time and more effort finding a way out of doing it. So instead of doing that, find what works for you for lead gen. Okay. But Lead gen is probably the most important thing that you need to put on your calendar and time block. Um, and right. we'll talk, we're going to talk more about, you know, what needs to be on your calendar. Yeah. But that's number one. Um, I don't care. I mean, I think that could be a whole podcast on its own, honestly. Um, yeah. We're just kind of getting the tip of it today. But um, definitely start with your personal um, vacations, doctor's appointments, anything mm -hmm. that's personal and important to you, start with that. Because... Yep. You will, I'm going to get in my feelings here. You will never regret not showing a house, but you will regret missing time with your family. A hundred percent. I mean, I know lots of people that put dinner with my family and it's on their calendar. So if they have to show at home after dinner, they're okay with it. But as long as nothing is interrupting their scheduled family time, they're right. okay. I mean, call it cliche, call it what you want, but the biggest thing that people complain about, I mean, in our Facebook group that we have, people say all the time, like, I don't have time with my family. I miss this or, you know, mm -hmm. things that I read or co-brokers that I talk to. And they're like, oh, you know, my, my, my day is not my own. Um, so put those personal items on there. And you don't have to tell somebody that you're at the doctor's appointment. Like, you don't have to be like, yeah, right. I'm at the gynecologist today. I can't show you how it is. <laughs> but you can say, I have an appointment. You do. No matter what it is, you have an appointment. If you schedule, hey, you go grocery shopping every Saturday, guess what? That's an appointment. You have an appointment that you're taking care of. Everything yeah. is an appointment. I mean, last night I had an appointment 
in my teenage son's bedroom um, watching a lacrosse game on TV. That was my appointment. And people respect that. Right, because you're in an appointment. Um, So put those things on there because you will have remorse if you don't. Um, It is important to take time for yourself because that's what's going to keep you going. Um, What's the point of becoming a top producing agent and having expendable income and having all of this stuff if you're not going to enjoy the lifestyle that it provides? I'm not saying go live this crazy bougie lifestyle, (laughs) but I am saying take time for yourself. It's really important. Yeah. Um, it's going to keep you at your best so that you can take care of your clients. It's kind of like you can't like fill from an empty cup type deal. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, put your vacations down, put your doctor's appointments down. The other thing that um, if you're a mom or a parent um, or you take care of somebody in your life, it could very well be your husband or <laughs> <laughs> if they have spring break and winter break, put that on your calendar. Yes. And you don't have to take the time off necessarily. I don't take every school vacation off. I send my kids to camp because it's way more fun than them sitting with me. Right. But when it's in your calendar, you can plan ahead and mm-hmm. not get caught off guard. Like, oh my God, summer vacation starts tomorrow and I don't have a sitter and summer yes. camps are full and I don't know what I'm going to do because your business is going when your home life is busy, your work life suffers. Mm-hmm. When your work life suffers, when your work life is thriving, then your home life suffers. So that's why this schedule is so important to keep you on track and to keep that balance. Find that balance that everybody literally searches daily for. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then one last little like topic on this personal thing, and then I think we can move on. Again, I'm in my feelings, but (laughs) your family matters. Um, We go through the routine every day. You know, we see them. It's high bikes. If you have kids Mm -hmm. who are playing sports, if you have two um, adults that are working, if you have a teenager who drives and works and whatever it may be, goes to school, we're crossing paths all the time. And sometimes we let that go. Um, I guarantee you that your spouse will not forgive you if you forget your 10 year anniversary when you're sending out anniversary cards to your clients every day. <laughs> like happy home anniversary. And they're like, what the hell? We've been married for 10 years. <laughs> we forgot ours. I might know that from experience. So when you're planning your calendar and we're talking about, you know, doing these time blocks, the big thing is to do the big chunks, the reason why you want to do this, you really want to niche it down to like, if you know, you have lead gen every day, you know, Monday through Friday on your calendar, you know, for those two hours, put in there, what type of lead gen you're doing and stuff, because the last thing you want to do is leave room for you to start trying to multitask because that's when you fall down the rabbit hole. Okay. And then you're starting, like, if you say, okay, I'm going to send 10 Facebook messages to my friends today. You get on there and then you start scrolling through your feed and then you're, you know, you're getting sidetracked and you're doing a bunch of other stuff. And then, you know, you're checking, you know, everybody else's pages and then it's a disaster. And now you've lost two hours that you'll never get back. 
And the next thing is, is to schedule times to check your email. Okay. Because when you just sit there and keep checking and keep checking, you're taking five minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes here. And you have taken an entire hour from your day of checking your email, which 99% of the time, there isn't anything that needs an immediate response. Correct. So these are things and that you that really same note. When you do check your email, there will be a task for you to do and Nine times out of 10, that task is not what's scheduled right now. Correct. Yeah. So take that time to do email responses and replies and, you know, any of that stuff that you need to do at that time. Schedule them out in big chunks. Um, the next thing that you want to do is I highly recommend like only returning phone calls, you know, two or three times a day. So if you change your voicemail and you're like, hey, this is Jess Kesty with Cherry Point Real Estate. I'm sorry, I missed your call. I will be returning phone calls today at 1 p.m. and at 5 p.m. If you need an emergency, if you need something immediately, please send me a text message. Okay. And then that way you've set it all up. They've got your voicemail. They know exactly when they should hear back from you. Okay. And then that way you can go through your phone and you'd be like, okay, I need to return this call. I need to return this call. Or, oh, hey, look, they already emailed me five times. I already answered it. Right. And a lot of times clients self discover and other agents self discover the answers to their problems before you call them back. And you Correct. don't have to be the bad guy because they figured it out. Yeah. Like, and again, this is systems too. Right. Like my heat's not, I just closed up my house and my heat's not working. Well, sometimes it takes 15 minutes to warm up. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, a lot of the problem is, is people really suck at adulting these days. And we've done such a great job at babying and helping our clients so much that they literally think that they need to reach out to us for every single thing that they need help with. Right. Constantly, instead of being like, oh, I wonder if there's a professional that is actually in that category for me to call. Right. You know, I was thinking about this when you were talking about um, like planning in blocks and like literally like labeling out what you're going to do so that you don't get sidetracked with other things. It's kind of like when you work with a client, like if you have a seller who's like, okay, what do I need to do to get my house on the market. You're not going to say, well, clean it. You're going to say, <laughs> clean your baseboards, wash your cabinets, wash your walls, wash your ceiling fans, wash your windows. You're not going to say clean it. You're going to go through the steps. So you need to give yourself the same respect and the same grace that you give your clients mm -hmm. that it's okay to go step by step. If that's how, if that's what gives you sanity at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, like we almost I think almost every, you know, episode of this show, we talk about systems. So if you have systems or you have something that can go out to everybody and will solve their problem immediately, like Athena is saying, you know, about, you know, this listing of this home. Well, I guess I bet you a million dollars right now that Athena, you have something in your documents that says how to prepare your home for sale. I literally have it as like I've saved it from Canva. Yeah. in my phone as a photo so that I can text it. Yep. But she That's has that. So in, it is. instead of calling that person and spending an hour on the phone saying like, well, you know, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. Make sure you do this. Be like, yes, let me send something right over to you. Boom, done. And it's there. And then Moving you don't on. have to take 20 minutes to create something, to create a list, check to see mm -hmm. if you missed anything. You know, it's just there. So 
Um, so, you know, as usual, we talk about how um, not to, you know, reinvent the wheel all the time, you know, that we um, believe in having these systems and all this stuff. So we have shared several times in the group, there's a lot of tools for you guys to use. This one is our daily agent schedule, which I am happy to share as a template from Canva so that you can edit it and make it your own. Um, later today, I can do that. But this is, you know, a really great one. You can edit the times and everything, but it's showing you, you know, like you have your lunch schedule on here. You have business servicing. You have lead generation. You have your wake up routine. Okay. You need to put on there. You have kids to get to school, right? So you can say, okay, I wake up at six o'clock. We're getting ready for the day, making breakfast, lunch, heading off to school. I'm at the office by eight o'clock. That's my schedule. And then I know, you know, what I'm doing all day long. The first thing I do every day is go over my schedule when I get to the office and start doing little stuff that I can do before I have any appointments and stuff. So you can edit this. You can change it. Um, I would say, you know, you schedule showings on your calendar, you know, after hours during the day, usually after five, because most people are working. So that would be a typical time. Um, but this is something that we can share. We're happy to do so. It's helpful. You can edit it and change it yourself. Again, you know, why reinvent the wheel when it's already been um, crafted for you? Right. And I find too that taking the time the day before to plan, like just taking even five minutes will yep. set your tone. And I've gotten to the point now where I, um, I do lunches for the kids the night before. Um, and I've also gotten over the fact that I don't have to be the perfect mom, that it's okay to feed my kids like frozen breakfast burritos and that they'll survive mm -hmm. and be just, I mean, that's what they're going to get at school anyway. Right. Like you don't have to be perfect. Um, so yeah, planning the night before and, you know, doing as many steps the night before that you can to make that morning easier. No one likes morning. I don't, I, I mean, do. I guess some people do. I do. I'm a huge morning person. I know I'm a weirdo. I actually, you know, typically Sundays, um, because they're more like my relax, my chill Sunday fun days. And I take Sundays and I review my week. So I'm going over anything, putting on extra stuff that I want to do. And then every day when I get to the office at 8 a.m., I'm reviewing my schedule every day, going through, seeing if things have changed, you know, and all that stuff and adding them on there. Um, what I will say though, that, you know, some people, if you, you know, spend your weekends showing homes or, you know, meeting with clients and stuff because they're busy during the week, um, or you have, you know, a spouse or a sitter or something that can help out during the weekend. So you choose to do a lot of that stuff on the weekend. It is perfectly fine to take a day off during the week. Okay. As long as it's in your planner. Bingo. Exactly. And I know a lot of people that actually do a four day work week now. Okay. And the reason why they do that is because they take that day during the week for their um, personal appointments, which we're going to talk about again in a little minute though, because dentist appointments and doctor's appointments and stuff like that, sometimes you can't do during the weekend and stuff. So they'll do that, you know, on a, on a Wednesday and then they know Saturday they're still working. Okay. So you can do that, but you have a schedule. That's right. Yeah. So 100%. remove those expectations from ourselves. Exactly. Be perfect. Moms. Um, 
So we know. Your kids will not remember that kind of stuff. They will remember the important stuff of being with you and spending time with you and that's right. Like, you give them. like I said last night, I had. They don't even minutes. like food half the time. Mine do. It's all they do is eat. Yeah, but they prefer junk food. You know what I'm Seriously. saying? Seriously. Like, yeah, like I can make a whole meal and then like 20 minutes and they eat, right? Like they shove it around their plate and feed some to the dog. I'm full, I'm full. Yeah, I'm full. It was good. Thanks for dinner, mom. And then 20 minutes later, I hear. Yeah. Who's in the cabinets? Getting nutter butters and chips. And- heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's ex- exactly what mine does as well. <laughs> I made you filet mignon. Why are you eating a Gatsy and Pop-Tart? Yeah, um, we're the ones setting those expectations and those rules. And, you know, no, it's just because. It's not us. It's Pinterest. Well, I don't even think people are on Pinterest that much anymore. It's more just social media in general. TikTok, TikTok, you know, and, and Instagram well, and can... everything being so picture perfect. And that's just not reality. It is not picture perfect. Those are filters. Some of my favorite dinners are everybody fend for yourself and eat what you want. Yes, 100%. So we know why we need a schedule. We know how we need a schedule. Now let's be real because that's what we do here is we get the real, real. And that is what's going to happen during the day that's going to set you off and get you off schedule and how do we avoid it? And try and Um, shake you in your boots. Right. The the fires, the emergencies, um, the time suckers. I don't really like that word. I think it sounds weird. Like I'm talking to kids, um, but literally I don't know what else to call it. I even have that written down. Like I don't like this wording, but... It is what it is. They're time Or suckers. the people, the people that want to suck the life from you or the energy think that you need to adult for them. <laughs> the energy suckers. I mean, your energy is your time. Yeah. Um, so the emergencies that aren't really emergencies, right? So somebody wants you to go show a house because it just popped up on the market. And I mean, it's an insane, unpredictable market. We have to go see mm-hmm. it right now. No, you don't. Yes, we will get it shown. We'll get it scheduled so that we'll reach out to the listing agent and say, hey, this is the quickest we can get there. Please hold, you know, off. And I'm not saying 24 hours, right? But just don't jump in the car because they called. That's not an emergency to show a house. Yeah. Um, and if you have yeah. showings time blocked for 5 p.m. that night, I guarantee you can go in there and go ahead and schedule that appointment. Right. Um, last minute inspections like, oh, the buyer forgot that they had to have the septic pumped. So we have to have this inspection to give to the VA. You don't need to be there. In fact, the inspector probably doesn't want anybody there. They're not going to, you're not going to find anything out there. Right. Um, picking up due diligence checks or dropping off due diligence checks or delivering whatever it is that you need to do. It is not an emergency. Yay. Congratulations. You got the house under contract. That's great. But Put that in your follow-up. Put that in your action plans later on during the day, not in your lead gen time. Or let other people start helping you a little bit too. Like your clients and stuff, they usually have to go to the bank and get a check. Well, guess what? They can just drop that check off. That's right. Right? And and then everybody's win-winning. You're not stopping from being productive in your business. They're already out. They can drop it off. The home inspections, if you- They probably need to sign something at the attorney's office anyways. 
Exactly. And if, you know, they need to drop it off at another office, another um, agent's office, it's not like that agent is going to steal your client. They are already under contract to drop it off. Exactly. A hundred percent. And the inspections and stuff, there is no reason for you to be running over to every single house. Every time you have them under contract, you're going to get the report. And if you have questions, you can call the inspector. You can meet your clients there for the last 30 minutes if that's necessary. Put it on your that's calendar. That's what I do. Yes. That's been, that's just, that's my practice. And I have yes. a script. I hate the word script and I use a script. And it is, hey, the inspector prefers for us to come for the last 30 minutes of the home inspection so that he can really focus and not miss anything. Um, so I will meet you there at 1030. Um, he's going to go over it. We're going to spend about 20, 25 minutes going over the photos. And then he's going to go back, prepare your report. And then we'll meet again to go over the report, you know, whether that's in person or Zoom. Yeah, because so. being at the home inspection for two to three hours is the worst thing that you can be doing for your time. You're not doing anything but just following around or talking to your clients if they're even there. It's There's nothing for you to do there. Right. Um, and then the other biggest time sucker that I can think of is like the clients who think that you are, that they are your only client. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, like I said earlier, I can't get the heat going. I can't get the water heater to warm up. Um, I don't know how to turn my electricity on. I don't know how to do this, you know. That's not an emergency. That's their emergency. It's not your emergency. Um, and all of those things that I just talked about, they all usually should have a place in your calendar anyways. So keep the time that's there. Um, and if you want to get off of the roller coaster of ups and downs in your business, then you have to follow your schedule. Otherwise, you're going to get sidetracked. Then you're not going to do your lead gen. When you don't do your lead gen, you don't have clients. When you don't have clients, you don't have commissions. And it we're not all saying flows together. And we're not saying not to provide oh great God. customer service. We're just saying you don't have to drop what you're doing all the time to be there for everyone. Right. Because you know what happens when you are so busy taking care of everyone else? You're not taking care of yourself, which means you're actually doing a shitty job for everybody else because you're half-assing it. All of it. You're half-assing your life at home. You're half-assing your real estate career. And the reality is, is that person whose HVAC system isn't working right now, what are you actually going to do? <laughs> I mean, right. are you an HVAC specialist now that we didn't know about? I'm not. Me either. I would probably get electrocuted. That's what But you can still provide them with the information. But guess what? They can as well. They have Google. Right. So if they can't or wait you should one hour. Them the vendor list in the very yes. beginning so you can send them a text. Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm in this appointment. Do you still have a copy of that vendor list I gave you? Try checking out the section on dinosaur experts. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And you know what I love now with the new um, Apple update is the new focus, the do not disturb focus. And it lets everybody know that you have your notifications off, that you're unavailable. So you yeah. can go ahead and do that while you're working through your schedule. And then they're going to see that and they'll be like, oh, she must be in an appointment. Or you can set that expectation up in the beginning and being like, hey, when I'm in an appointment or I got something going on, my phone will be on um, do not disturb, unfocus, and I won't get any notifications. But as soon as I'm done, I'll get back to you. Yeah. 
Um, planning personal appointments. So we talked about putting those in your calendar. So this kind of sounds like I'm like contradicting myself. But what I mean by this is planning your personal appointments during your work week. Okay. One of the biggest pros of being a real estate agent is that we're in, you know, we can kind of make our own schedule for what that's worth. Um, but if you're doing that, you're taking away from your work schedule. Um, there are certain things that are just easier to do. Like you said, um, having that four day work week, right? So mm -hmm. maybe Friday is the day that you take off and that's the day that you go to the DMV. That's the day that you schedule doctor appointments. That's the day that you get your hair done. Yeah. Um, I mean, spending three hours to get your hair done, it will take over your entire day. Your day is gone. Well, so here's the other thing, right? If you're going to do that, which I do this, right? I will tell you that I do choose to get my hair done during the week. And I have very gorgeous hair, as they all say. But when I'm doing that, I always have something that I can do while I'm getting my hair done. So I might make it to where, you know, because I look at my schedule on Sunday night to know what's going on. So, okay, Thursday, I'm getting my hair done. So I am going to plan for Thursday to be my social media follow-up, right? I'm going to go through my entire friends list and mm -hmm. I'm going to send, you know, however many texts or whatever, you know, however many messages or, or you know, or contact requests or follow-ups. Right. Or I can use that as my reading time. If I have something that I need to read or research, that can be my time. Um, trying to think like what else you can do while you're there. I mean, there's tons of things. You don't really want to be on the phone, obviously, because your phone will get wet and that's not fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you have to put some money. There's things that we have to do in life, right? And if you can just put your money-making activities into them. Now, mm -hmm. if I take Thursday to go get my hair done for three hours, that does not mean that my work day is only a four-hour work day. That means that I chose to use 10 to 1 to get my hair done. So Thursday night, I might spend more time on my computer creating content or mm -hmm. organizing my database or doing, you know, just because you take that away, you have to put it back somewhere else. Right. Um, the other thing is that when you are scheduling those appointments, knowing that you have something else, like I'm not going to go sit and have my facial done knowing that I have three to-dos on my speaker. If I'm paying money to get a facial, I'm going to enjoy it. I can't enjoy it and relax with my jaw clenched knowing that my phone is going off because everybody else thinks that it's a work day. Yeah. And if you're going to, you know, do a lot of these, you know, pampering stuff and groceries and, you know, all of these time suckers and stuff during the week, you need to be prepared that you may lose some business because you're choosing, you know, not to work during the work week when everybody else is expecting you to do so. When you, know, you say so yes to one thing, you say no exactly. to the other. Exactly. So that's why it's important to have it on your calendar, your schedule, and even prepping clients that you are currently working with and being like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to be out of pocket. I'm going to be in appointments all day or something. I will not be available until after 4 p.m. or something. But setting that up so that everybody knows the expectations. Okay. Right. right. 
So next up, I want to talk about being in the right place at the right time. Now, I know that a lot of people struggle working from home. You know, we're in the age where a lot of people work for, you know, virtual brokerages. They don't have a physical office to go to. And even sometimes going to the physical office can be a huge time sucker. I know when I used to work at um, a big box brokerage and stuff, I would go into the office and all I would end up doing was just talking and not doing any work. So sometimes, you know, just being around a lot of people is actually horrible for your time schedule. So there's a long line at the Kool-Aid machine. Exactly. And sometimes you love everybody. She's she's not kidding, but she is. So, but sometimes people who, you know, are, you know, even if you do work for, you know, that type of brokerage, you still prefer to work from home or you have a home office, but some people still struggle with working at home because A, there's people in your home that are there with you, or B, you see all the things that need to be done at your home and your ADD kicks in and you kind of are like, oh my gosh, like I didn't do the dishes from last night or all this laundry needs to be done. So if you get sidetracked from all of that stuff, then you need to make a plan to be able to go and work somewhere where you can. Now that, you know, a lot of places are back up and running and stuff, the local coffee shops are really great. You know, when it starts getting warmer, go to the park and set up shop, use your hot spot, you know, wherever you need to find peace or sit in the office at your home and shut your door. So you're not sidetracked, turn on some music. So it gets in your head and you're focused on doing what you need to do. The distractions are on you to eliminate from your business because otherwise it's just going to bring you down. You're going to go down another rabbit hole and you're not going to get your shit done. That's right. That's how it is. Time Um, block it. Time block your laundries for Sunday or cleaning your house on the weekend. Or leverage that shit out. That's on, you know, that's on my vision board this year is to have a house cleaner. That's a great one. Um, which Could you imagine? Oh, I need more time. There's not enough hours in the day. So pay somebody to do it. And you can pay somebody to do it because your production is going to go up because you're following this foolproof schedule. hundred percent. It sounds so silly, but it's so true. This littlest, tiniest things that you do make the biggest impact. Huge. Um, It'll change your life. Yeah. It would be life-changing to have somebody come and fold my laundry so all I had to do was put it away. Or to come and vacuum my floors that are too much for me. Too much. So how about everyone's favorites, social media? It is a time sucker. However, I am very aware, and this is why I said this is different than most classes that you would go and take somewhere about time blocking and scheduling. We realize that lead generation has turned into social media. Your biggest source of clients is coming from your social media more than likely. So you have to be there. So how do you get onto social media without going down the bunny trails? That's the hard part. Um, And Jess said this earlier and I loved it. Um, Write out your list of how many contacts you want to make on social media. If you need to have 10 conversations, I think that's the number Jess used. If you need to have 10 conversations with somebody, send your 10 messages and then get off. Yep. If you are on Instagram and you need to put your content up, 
put your content up and get off. Um, one of the best ways to do that too is to just go ahead and schedule it a month ahead. I know Jess does, you do a whole month, right? Yes. When it comes to social media posts, I schedule out the entire month and then like, you know, during the week and stuff, I'll schedule to just pop in and do things that have updated like under contracts or, you know, just little things like that stories and stuff. But the main stuff is set to go. So I don't have to think about it. When you schedule that out the week, if you schedule your business stuff, then you can actually enjoy going on social media at the end of the day and connecting with people, which is yes also a big source of your income and your referrals and your clients. Um, I know that there are sometimes that like at the end of the day, I don't even want to get on Facebook or Instagram because I'm just, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to text them. I want to look at TikTok is what I want to do. Yeah. So entertain me. (laughs) But when you spend your time controlling that content that you're putting out, ahead of time and having it planned and not having to put thought into it, then you can go and enjoy social media the way that you would want to. And a lot of Um, people don't enjoy, you know, having to post on social media and maintain, you know, that engagement and everything too. So if you just schedule it out, you can literally have it scheduled and done in like 10, 15 minutes for the entire week. And this goes for anything in your schedule, but I think it probably really relates to the social media the most. When your time is done, it's done. Walk away. It's hard. It's hard for me to do that. I mean, how many times do I sit at the office? I'm like, okay, I know I have to leave at two o'clock to go get Molly. And at 2.15, I'm still here trying to finish what I was trying to finish. And then my kid gets in the car and she's the last one to be picked up because I'm the last one in line. And then I'm mad at myself. And (laughs) it's just chaos. Chaos that wouldn't happen over 15 minutes. Yeah. So when your task is done or when your time is done, you need to end your task and pick it up at a later time. Um, and then the last, the, like literally the very last thing about social media is be realistic about it. You can't go on Facebook and be like, I'm lead generating. I'm scrolling and I'm lead generating. Be purposeful about what you're doing. You have to have a goal in mind. You can't, like, I can't go and have a conversation with Jess and, like, sit there and, like, share TikToks back and forth with her and be like, oh, I need generated. I talked to my friends today. (laughs) (laughs) So just be realistic. Is what you're doing on social media a money-making activity? Or is it you disassociating from life for a few minutes because you need a break? Absolutely. And there's like Athena said, you know, like when your time is up, you're done. You know, you can set the timers on your phone or anything and and use that to time block you because, you know, you do get caught up in it or maybe you hate doing it. So you trying to not spend as much time in it as you need to. Um, There's a really big um, thing called Pomodoro timing. And um, I think on Google, it's called the tomato timer. And it's like this, it's for a Pomodoro. So it's where you create these tasks and set amount of times that you do them. So for 30 minutes, you're doing this. For an hour, you're doing this. So it's this specific timer um, that businesses and people use because everybody struggles with this, not just real estate agents. We just struggle more because we don't have a boss. We're all independent contractors. So we don't have a boss being like, okay, this is what I want you to get done today. And you're going to have to answer to them, right? 
No, nope. it's up to you. Yep. So. It's easier to let yourself down than other people. That's just the like cold truth. Yeah. And be real, be realistic on your goals and stuff. Like if you know, you have no intentions of putting in the effort, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, if you want to do, you know, more business and stuff, you got to put in the effort. You got to put in the time. You got nobody to blame but yourself. We are so lucky in this world we live in now. We have so much stuff at our fingertips to learn, train, free resources and everything. If you just do it, you can do anybody can do it. Okay, so if you set those goals, you can reach them. I don't doubt for one single minute that not one of you can reach the goals that you want for your real estate business. If you make a schedule and you follow through with it and you do it. Okay. Um, so we have some really big news. Um, you know, tomorrow is our let's drink about it at 7 PM Eastern time. So we're really excited. We're going to, um, spend the beginning just catching up with everybody, seeing what, you know, is going on in everybody's market, what they're struggling with, um, just hanging out and talking. Um, and then later on in the episode, for the people who want to, nobody is required to, this is not a pressured situation at all, but we are going to be talking about EXP because we have had some people, you know, request to um, do it again. So we will be diving in and talking about that, what it looks like, for us, why we chose it, our stories, um, and what we put together to make it different for others. So we would love for everybody to come and listen. If it's not your thing, then you don't have to. We love everyone for sure. Um, we're going to be squashing some rumors that have come up too. Yeah. About it. Um, Keeping it real. Yeah. I mean, when somebody comes up to you and says that, you know, you don't sell houses and you're like, Bitch, here's my production Bitch, report. <laughs> we sell a lot of freaking houses and we live in a tiny little area. That's right. So um, just squashing some of this stuff. And maybe you're not interested in joining EXP. That's cool. We still want to maybe you're just new. You. Yeah. And maybe but you're just nosy and want to say what we're doing. That's but it's cool. totally okay to come hear what other people say. Yeah. Because knowledge is power. And I love hearing about other brokerages and the differences and how everybody can grow or the similarities and stuff like that. I love it. So, I mean, I'm always open to having a conversation about anything. I love, love, love it. Um, so we're super excited. So come hang out with us tomorrow. And, you know, we're still doing the 30 day listing challenge. We got two more weeks of that. I think we're in week three right now. So we got two more weeks. Um, I know I see some people, you know, getting caught up. Some people were in it. Um, I've been trying to message some people and, and see if they needed help or anything. So if you don't see it, you don't know what I'm talking about, shoot me a message. We'll get you set up. Um, and also, again, we'll share the um, agent schedule with you so you can use it the way it is. Or you can change it around and make it work for you. Again, use a schedule no matter what it is. I don't care if you have to paper write it down. You need to use post-it notes and stick them on your computer or whatever you got to do. Okay. But do something. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Well, we have taken up almost an hour of their time. So now we're out. to go follow through with my own schedule. So until next time, friends, we love you. And we're going to see a lot of you tomorrow night at 7. Bye. Bye.